Good day. Welcome, mates. Uh, welcome to our weekly topical discussion where we go through um, six. We want us to do six uh, VR paid experiences that we think are worth the money. So we're not going to do free stuff this time. We're going to do some stuff that you might have to pay a little bit of money towards. Um, but we personally think that it's worth paying the money for them. So let's get straight into it. Uh, we're going to start with, uh, who should we start with this week? Any, mini many, more. Let's go, Wes. Wes, uh, we'll start with you first. So what's the first one you've picked? What's the first paid experience? Um, when we say experience as well, it's kind of a mixed bag, but it's more not a game, really. It's more just uh, something that's maybe a bit more passive or, or maybe interactive, but not an actual game. Um, more educational or movie or something. So, right, what is, right. what's, what's the first one that you picked? Right, VR content that's that's not a game is how I like to define it, and yeah. uh, that that can encompass a lot of different things. But the first one I picked was a a title called The Great Sea, and this is a, a, an interactive. Well, it's not interactive. It's actually a a short film in VR. It's about twenty or twenty five minutes long. It's based on a short story by renowned science fiction writer Philip K. Dick, uh, which was uh, a well-known science fiction writer from the early part of the 20th century, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, so this was a, uh, like I said, this is a, a short film. It is kind of a science fiction post-apocalyptic setting. And uh, it takes place in the future after our civilization has collapsed due to uh, our own doing, you know, warfare, all the fears that we have. Uh, apparently, we have succumbed to those, and we have been reduced to a, uh, a style of living, something more reminiscent of two or three hundred years ago. Uh, but there's still relics from this time. Uh, there, there's still things in this world, uh, dilapidated as they may be, that are uh, relics of our time in this future setting. So without giving away too much about uh, what happens in the story, uh, the story is about uh, the Great Sea. And it's debatable what the Great Sea really is, but the people that are living in each village have to report to the Great Sea once a year and bring a relic, something of a destructive nature, and offer it to the Great Sea as a sign of our compliance and a sign that we are turning away and rejecting the old ways of humankind and progressing into a more peaceful uh, future. And if you don't comply, there are very strict uh, consequences for the entire village. And uh, the story starts by showing us what happens when you defy the Great Sea, and then uh, you fast forward a little bit later, a few years later, and uh, it's the story that follows this young couple as they make their way to uh, report to the Great Sea and struggle with uh, complying. They don't want to do it. Uh, it's difficult. They're constantly debating whether they should. The, uh, the, the girlfriend's more conservative. She says, of course we should. The boyfriend says, no, I don't want to. And um, they, the whole uh, story is about that conflict 
and then what happens afterwards after they make their decision. Uh, I feel like that the um, uh, that this story, even though it's based on a very old, probably close to a hundred year old story, that the uh, themes in it are very relevant today. And even though the great sea and what it is uh, is debatable, uh, I don't think that the message is very debatable. And and that is uh, uh, the destructive nature of humankind. And if we don't find some way to unify and start living together, that it's going to have dire consequences for us in the future. Um, so I'll just throw it to Roots. Roots, uh, what did you have? What did you think about the Great Sea? Uh, I think can't we just all get along is pretty much the message of this movie or experience. But yeah, I think it was very, um, very cinematic, very uh, graphically really cool. I mean, I I find stuff like this to be a little preachy um, because I, I don't think it's as cut and dry as far as some people do as far as the science, but uh, we won't go into that. But I, I do think, I just think it was such a cool, um, well done, uh, very immersion, um, very immersive. Uh, it was very, very done very well, for sure. Alex, uh, did, did you enjoy it? Did you think the, the story, I mean, obviously the graphics and sound, the music, the voice acting, everything is top notch. Uh, in this thing as far as the production value but but the story did you did you take anything from the story um yeah i mean i i get it you know people are shits and you know we're destroying the earth and everything else but yeah i mean i, I enjoyed I, I it's got a very dark theme to it um like we're just showing the the bit the introduction here but obviously roots will will reset that in a second so we don't spoil too much but um yeah, it's uh, it starts off very dark and it's got quite a dark theme to it. The, I don't know if I took anything away from it. I already know, you know, that we've destroyed the planet and I think we're all going to die in a horrible death. But uh, I just um, I just sat down and kind of watched it as a movie, just enjoyed it. And um, there's two modes. There's like a um, cinematic and then there's like a simple version. If you if you suffer from motion sickness, do not go for the cinematic because I don't know which one you 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 guys chose, but it constantly the camera is constantly moving. It's like constantly panning left, panning right, moving forward, moving back. And I even I started to get a little bit of like movement in my stomach. I, I didn't get sick, but um, I could see if you if you suffer from motion sickness or even mild motion sickness, this could get get to you. But um, I tried both just to see what the difference. One's basically where it's constantly panning and kind of like is more of a cinematic experience. And the other one is like a static shot where you kind of, the, the camera stays in one place the entire time and you just watch things from a distance mm. unfold. So if you can stomach it, I would definitely recommend the cinematic uh, viewpoint. Um, but if you can't, if you can't handle movement, then you definitely need to go for the, the more simple uh, viewpoint. Well, yeah, visually it's great. The story is interesting. I mean, I did enjoy it. And there's some t twists and turns in there. And um, uh, I was just looking up actually how much it was because obviously price-wise, um, yeah, it's £4.79, pence, which I'm guessing, what, $6, is it, on your guy's side? So, if, yeah. 
Oh, so yeah, it's something like that. I think it launched for closer to ten, but it's been uh, the price has dropped in uh, in the months since then. Yeah, so it's 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 one of those that um, I think I definitely enjoyed it. It might be worth waiting for a sale if you if you don't feel it's worth paying that. But it's kind of like a movie ticket, maybe it's cheaper than a movie ticket, and you get to obviously um, you get to watch this story unfold in VR. And it, VR is really cool at this sort of stuff because you can see the the characters and there's certain angles where they, they, it just looks like you've got these little characters running around in front of you and and the action going on and stuff. So yeah, I think it's a good recommend and uh, it's definitely one to check out. I agree. Agreed. I enjoyed it very much. Uh, the the scale of it, you know, we always talk about a large scale and small scale being uh, uh, something that really plays well in VR, and this has a kind of a unique scale where it's it's a small scale, but it's not small on the uh, tin hearts moss side of things. This is more like uh, playing uh, uh, what was it, Hellblade. This this is more of like a on a Hellblade scale uh, uh, experience, and it's very visually well done, uh, thematically relevant in our time, as it, uh, it it revolves around the debate whether people should be left to their own devices or if uh, they should be controlled uh, controlled by a greater power to, to save them from themselves. So a really good story, a really good uh, uh, production and uh, I definitely recommend it. Okay, then we'll move on. Um, so Roots, let's go for your first uh, pay experience. What do you recommend people buy? Okay, um, this one is a uh, Oculus exclusive. Uh, it's Fears. Um, actually, it's a journey through the cosmos, visual and audio journey. And boy, does it deliver um, on both of those yeah it's got first off it starts off it's got three uh different narrators uh, millie bobby brown jessica chastain and patty smith um and each one of them each experience is is unique in and of itself and i really was blown away about by this uh just by the interactivity and just the way like I love space and like even in the first one where you're above the earth and you're looking at the aurora borealis and I, I just think visually and audio they, they nailed this one and I don't know um, how much of this you guys got to see um, Alex did you try you tried this right I did all of it yeah I did it all in one go and it, the first one was kind of um, didn't really do much for me you you they've got is it Millie Bobby Brown in there and she's trying to talk a bit artsy and you know the, the, she's trying to tell you about the sound that planets make and you can you've got them like uh, in front of you you can see our solar system and you can kind of push them around and you can stick your head inside them and listen to them and stuff and it is cool but it didn't like blow me away it was the second one um with jessica chastain with the which literally shows a black hole forming and then you get sucked into it and Oh my God, that thing was incredible. That blew me away, just as a visual. The, you know, it was just incredible the way that they, because there's a visual. Even I use this on the old Rift. Uh, there's a visual clarity to this that I've not seen in many other of this type of uh, kind of experience, just like space. But everything's so high res and detailed. Uh, the colors, the way that the 
one thing I will say is if you get a bit of motion sick, you might struggle a bit with the second one because there's sections where you're moving around quite a lot. Um, I don't know if you guys had any problems. I'm pretty sure you're okay with it, but I'd be interested to put someone new into VR into this and see whether they could handle it. But um, yeah, such an incredible experience. The second one was the best. And then the third one, which uh, was also really good, which is where it shows how the like Big Bang and how the universe began. And the sense of scale in the third one is great because there's, there's literally like Saturn and planets literally coming right over your head and you get that really sense of scale. Um, really impressive. Uh, this this really blew me away. Once I got through that second one and the third one, in fact, the second one was so good, once I did the third one, I went straight back into the second <laughs> one again and it was just really, really, really good. And it, it takes, I think they take about 20 minutes each, so you've got about 40 minutes all together. Um, and yeah, I, I think this is great. It's not Oculus... Um, Oculus exclusive, so you would need either an Oculus or you can use Revive. But uh, it's it's I think this this had like some like a million dollars spent on it or something. I mean, it's got big Hollywood actor actresses uh, narrating it as well, so it's, it's had some real money spent. And when on the on the third one, when you see Earth, um, it's the best looking Earth I've ever seen in VR. You know, the, you can even see that like, the clouds going around and the detail and the um, I won't spoil what happens, but it's really cool what they what happens in this game and and how it looks. Uh, very 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 good. Wes, you tried this? Yeah, I did the first two. I actually uh, I got pulled away and couldn't finish uh, the third one, but I was very impressed with it. Uh, it's a very unique blend of how they use audio and vis- video together. Uh, along with uh, your hand presence and interactivity. Uh, very beautiful scenes, very artistic the way it was done, and, and very educational as well. Uh, very, uh, it was a very artistic science lesson, basically, and it takes place out in the cosmos, and I, I really did enjoy it. It's very, very unique experience. And uh, yeah, I definitely recommend it. It's definitely worth putting a price tag on. It's 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 kind of um, the theme that I've been seeing lately. It's like as, and I get it. I'm not a big fan of Facebook, but people will shit on Oculus or Facebook. But look at all these experiences, one after another. Whether it was Marvel uh, United, even though it wasn't what we wanted, the money that was spent, the defector, this like Oculus is is pushing VR content. Um, on PC like no other, and um, people need to get off their high horse now. Uh, I don't know. It just it's just weird. It's a weird surreal time. But I, I think I I appreciate them for what they're doing in these experiences for sure. Yeah, I'm not the biggest Facebook fan, but I can uh, you know Oculus. You know they they're doing a great job and they're, they're paying for some really high end stuff. That we would never see without them, without Facebook money. So, you know, I I accept what it is, what it is. You you got did you you did this with the Rift S, didn't you? Uh, well, so I, I can't imagine how good this must have looked in that because it looked great even in the OG Rift. But uh, did you when you did the second one? Did you guys uh, talk or like make any noise when it, at oh, the end of yeah. it? I'm gonna ask your name yes, or whatever. Of yeah, that was really cool. Uh, you'd like because you'd ask you to speak and stuff. And then it picks up your microphone, and then like you get an echo come back, and it's really cool. 
hearing your own voice come back and I will I, I whistled and you could hear your whistles come back and it's it like affects the lights and what you're seeing and really well done really well done right they they integrate the the audio and the visual and the touch everything works together and affects one another in a very unique uh, and beautiful way yeah I agree okay uh, so let's move on to uh, unless one Bruce, did you have anything else you want to say no I just uh, I think it's on sale I have no idea I was trying to find but I got too many windows open to see what the cost is right now but I, I'm pretty <laughs> sure that it's on sale right now like everything else so um, now would be a good time I don't think it's more than like seven or eight bucks full price or ten bucks but um, definitely uh, yeah I'll look I'll look it up and then I'll I'll let people know. It's, sometimes it's hard to find these freaking things. I'm just googling now and it's uh oh it is I've got it. Yeah, I'll um so let me move on to my first experience, which is um hold the world. This is actually Sky uh, Sky Television, which I don't know if you guys get over in America, um but they've actually funded this uh well not funded it, cause it's a paid experience, but. Uh, of spheres is seven pounds ninety nine. It's not on sale actually. Okay. Um, so it's, it's a touch on the pricey side, but if you like this sort, of, if you like space and you like this sort of stuff, then uh, I recommend it. I, I really loved it. You know, forty minutes, really good, really good. Um, but anyway, I'll go back to hold the world, which is um, David Attenborough in the National History Museum in London. Uh, it's all been done photogrammetry. Uh, in fact, they recorded David Attenborough with the um, I can't remember the, what how they do. I think it's some sort of photogrammetry recording. So it's literally done with cameras all over the place, and then they've got like a proper three D uh, version of him talking to you, so you can move your head around and actually see him in three D space, sat like he's sat opposite you talking to you. And he's not going to be with us much longer, so it's it's cool that we've got this uh, version of him captured as well mm -hmm. in, in virtual reality. But um, yeah, you've got three rooms and you've got uh, like two drawers in each room, um, and then he, he just he just talks you through uh, these bones, what they are, where they came from, and then all of a sudden everything disappears, and then you know the, the bone comes to life and, it, and then it becomes the actual. You know, as he as and then he's talking to you about this creature, like whether it's a stegosaurus or uh, the world's largest butterfly or something, and, and you can see animate and the animations and everything's really good. It's got really good production values. Everything looks photorealistic, so you can look around. Uh, you're like behind the scenes of uh, of National History Museum where the public not can't normally go, and and you can look around and everything looks real. Uh, really, it's really a good price as well. It's only three pounds ninety nine, so I picked this up as soon as it came out, and it's about forty five minutes to see everything. And uh, yeah, I, I really, if you like sort of any sort of uh, documentary, sort of animal documentaries and stuff with David Attenborough, then it's definitely worth checking out. Did you check this out, Roots? I know it was you didn't have a chance to check it out, but Roots, did you check it out? Yeah, yeah, I checked it out yesterday, and I was actually really... I didn't know what to expect, because you told me it came out, what, in 2016, so it's been out a little bit. Um, no, no, it's recent. Is it recent? No, I think it was last year. Oh, okay, last year. okay, so it's not, not too... I, I didn't know what to expect. Um, I guess I was off on the time, um, but... Uh, I th I really liked it. Um, you know, I liked the fact that it was, like you said, very informative, um, and the way that uh, it would show you. You pull out the the 
whatever it is. I mean, it, there was like a, a dragonfly at one point out of a drawer and you put it on the thing and, and like you're seeing, you kind of look at certain areas and he'll, it'll highlight it and you can, and he goes into detail and you can make it bigger. So I made everything huge and was looking at the detail, <laughs> um, looking on the Rift S and looking at things really close. Cause that's where the, uh, the screen door effect doesn't exist. And, um, it was so cool. Um, and then, like you said, you get to that point where it, it goes from um, him describing it and everything just like floats away and then it comes to life. And at the, the biggest thing that I thought was the, the whale was so cool and having it um, swimming around and it just everything about this thing. I, I look at at the future um, when I see stuff at this and I just imagine a, a 10 year old kid like you said getting to watch the um david would you say attenborough is that his name um yeah um talk about stuff like we're we're recording history in a way where you can actually sit across from him and and have him describe stuff and from a history standpoint i I don't think we can really truly fathom how important that is and as the technology advances um just think about everything like every thing in history that we wish we could go back a hundred years and talk to the Wright brothers and, and watch them explain how they came into flight. And you know what I mean? Like just all of those things, I get goosebumps, you know, you go forward a hundred years and you're going back in history. You get engaged with it a lot more than just watching it on a TV screen. And I love this sort of stuff. You know, this is, this is the very beginning of it. And, you know, in 10 years time, just imagine, obviously, we've got BBC who do their big documentaries like the Blue Planet and Planet Earth and stuff. I'm pretty sure they're filming stuff now and making stuff that are going to be VR, you know, we can watch in VR. So imagine when you've got this sort of cinematography and, and quality that they have in these sort of documentaries and you're actually sat there and there's a lion walking straight in front of you and stuff and it's, it's going to be incredible. So, yeah, this is definitely, if you're into any of that sort of stuff, then this is definitely worth checking out. And if you, the details are really good. So like if you take a butterfly and then you blow it up, it, it, it doesn't just degrade as you blow it up. You can make it massive and you can still see every little strand of hair and everything on the on the butterfly, but his body. So this, it's, it's had some money spent on this and it's got good production value. And uh, I think it's a steal at £3.99 or probably $5, I'd imagine. Mm-hmm. So. But uh, talking of massive, huge, mungus uh, blue whales, Wes, what uh, what's your next experience that you're going to talk about? All right, so my second experience was one that I, uh, I just checked out yesterday uh, for the first time, and I was blown away by it, and that's an experience called The Blue. And uh, this is another um, educational experience, uh, and what it basically does is it takes you – to the ocean floor and let you observe uh, sea life, and uh, there are apparently there are going to be seasons of this series, and what's available right now is just season one, and there's three episodes, and uh, the first episode's called Reef Migration, and uh, it puts you at the bottom of this coral reef, and there are loads of schools of different sorts of fish that are tropical fish that are swimming around everywhere um there is a a a fairly decent sized sea turtle that comes over and interacts with you for a moment 
And then there's a, a gigantic school of jellyfish that comes through. And, and the whole draw of this episode as well as the others is one, it's very, very high production value. This is the most realistic underwater scene I've ever experienced in VR. Uh, I mean, the ocean descent on PSVR was great. Uh, the uh, the underwater thing in um, uh, Summer Funland was okay, but it kind of looked kind of fake. This looked almost real. I mean, it, you could tell it wasn't real, but it looked almost real. Everything was so clear. The sound was is exactly how you how it would be underwater, and uh, there there's some very light. Um, uh, uh, I wouldn't call it necessarily music. I mean, I guess technically it's music, but it's more ambient tones and things that are being played. And uh, it really sets the mood. Uh, and uh, it's a very beautiful scene. Uh, the second episode is uh, called A Well Encounter. And it's very short. It puts you on the seafloor in the shipwreck. And you basically sit there. A few stingrays swing by. And then all of a sudden, this gigantic well approaches and just the massive scale of this thing just makes you feel so minuscule um but it does make some of the tones and sounds that whales make and uh, and it, the whale stops and you make eye contact with it prolonged eye contact so it's meant to cause a bit of an emotional connection between you and the whale and i think it's pretty effective in that um the third episode which was my favorite uh, I forget what the title of it was, but it was the deep, uh, something abyss. Yeah, yeah, something like that. Uh, it, it's it's a dark scene. It's completely dark ocean scene underwater, and it focuses on uh, animals that have bioluminescence. So you have a very weak flashlight in your hand, and the the atmosphere is kind of creepy and ominous, but. Uh, as time goes on, more and more of these uh, little creatures that uh, glow come into the frame and it lights up uh, the scene and the scene concludes with a, uh, a gigantic um, octopus descending on the, on your little area here. So that part in particular I really loved. It really made me want to try Subnautica, if I'm being honest, because... Um, <laughs> Seeing that, I think that a, a a horror game underwater could really work and be very effective. Uh, but um, I really, really enjoyed it more than I thought I would. Uh, Alex, I, I, I'm pretty sure you tried this. What did you think about it? Yeah, this was one that I play. I bought when I first got my Rift. Um, it's awesome demo material. You can put someone in this and they don't have to do anything. Uh, it's uh, yeah, it's not it's not very long. I think it takes about twenty minutes to do all of them, so it's not you don't get a lot of um, the gameplay. Well, there's not really gameplay or anything out of it, but it, it, I bought it because it's really good demo material. I've put loads of people in this thing, especially the whale encounter. That that's uh, the it, it, I, I actually jumped in this recently just to, just because I knew we were going to talk about it, and even now. Uh, it just so intimidating having this humongous blue whale, which is the largest, obviously, uh, animal on, on the planet. And it just swims around and it just fills your field of view 
you've got this eye and then it swims off and its tail whips in front of you and it's 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 just it doesn't prepare you for how it makes you feel uh, it's one of those few experiences that really moves you and makes you feel something um and then the other one the the luminous abyss that one actually scared the shit out of me the first time I did that because something happens at the end and uh, it's freaky. It's pretty spooky to be honest. Yeah, it's uh, like all these little jellyfish fly are around and you can you can shine your torch on them and they like, change colour and they light up and it's really cool because more and more of them come and it, it, the, the place gets lit up and then all of a sudden you like there's this noise and then they all just disappear and it goes pitch black again and I won't spoil what happens but yeah. Uh, it looks really realistic and it's pretty scary so uh yeah it's definitely worth checking out if you haven't already done it and it's also perfect for demoing to people especially the whale the whale really my sister i could see her literally taking a few steps back when the whale came and she she tried it out because it really does make you feel intimate it's a really intimidating experience having that whale come in front of you because it's, it's it's absolutely huge uh and it looks because of it, it's not 100% realistic, but it's realistic enough to give you that sense of presence. So, yeah, Roos, have you tried this? Yeah, yeah, I thought it was really cool too. I thought it was weird when he was right up there. It was like you were literally eye to eye or eye to eyes because um, it was just the one eye. And uh, it, the scale is definitely off the chart. And I would agree with both of you. The um, the immersion level, because of the clarity and because of, I mean, just the way it looks so good, um, I, I haven't seen a game, um, I agree with that statement 100%, that's um, this good in the water and makes you feel like you're there. I did feel like I wanted to do something like I, cause I didn't know anything about this. So I went into that first, um, level and I was like, like, what? okay, let's, what am I doing? Am I supposed to be doing something? Right. And then I realized, okay, well there is no interactivity. Um, but, uh, and I, I would agree the, the, the luminous one, um, was so cool when everything's going on and you've got like all these different things and the numbers keep increasing and it just looked so good um it was definitely worth uh checking it out i was like um wes um i never even really heard i heard of this but i never tried it i was blown away when i tried it i was like the, this is the one for for roots that um where i benefit by doing the show where i'm like whoa i i never even knew this existed so Cool. Yeah, this is definitely. I'm glad you guys have got to check it out. Then that's a good thing about the show, and hopefully, someone listening will check it out who hasn't uh, heard about it before. So, uh, yeah. So let's move on to uh, Roots. Your last um, recommendation. Okay. Uh, my last recommendation is uh, Cirque du Soleil, or however the fuck it's um, pronounced. <laughs> I can never feel like I uh, pronounce it right, but it's uh, Felix and Paul. Um, I don't know if you've ever seen, it's kind of like going to a circus kind of, you know, like they've, I guess they do these in Vegas, um, specifically the Cirque, uh, um, this has got four different acts, uh, Ka, this one that's shown here is my favorite, just because it's, it's action packed, there's a lot of fighting, um, what's cool about this is, is it's to, to me, the best description I would say is it's like you're going to this show, like say you, Wes, you and your wife got tickets to go to this show in Vegas and you guys are visiting and you go in and they say, no, we're doing the show just for you. 
We're going to sit you down on the stage and we're going to do it around you and we're going to do this show. That's how I felt the first time. Now, and I was talking to Alex a little while ago and I guess he's done this on gear and um, and it's not a sixed off experience. This is totally where you can move around completely. And I don't know if they, um, you know, if they've utilized too much on this, but um uh, the 3D, the the it's like it's just so good. The sound, the choreography, um, they really did this so well. And um, in the effects, I I really enjoyed it. Um, um, now, Alex, said, you, like I said, you you tried it on gear, so I don't know if, if you. It's hard to say if you would feel a difference, but what was your experience on the gear with it? That was great. Yeah, uh, I don't, I'm wondering if it is the same thing actually because. Uh, is there one way you're underwater and there's like stuff going on all around you underwater? Yeah, there's a lot of like ballerina, uh, like a acrobatic yeah, yeah. Um, stuff. It's really weird too. There, and I'll tell you what, this um, shit is weird. Some of this stuff is very bizarre. Um, but it's oh yeah, there's this there's one where I was on a stage, and like stuff like there was like almost like freak shows sort of coming out and little like they had little. I don't know, a small person, yeah. and then they bought they bought a throne out for her, and she sat on it, and it must be the same thing. But yeah, it's uh, it's really cool. It does. It's like you say, it puts you in. It makes you feel like you're in, on the stage, and it's a personal show just for you, and they're just all performing uh, around you, full three sixty, and uh, it's worth checking out definitely. I, I don't. I think it's actually. I mean, I didn't pay for it on the on the GVR, so. It's, I think it's free on the GVR, but um, it's. Uh, I I yeah. bought it for eight ninety nine, and it's on sale for right now for five dollars. But I think it's to me. I mean, what would you pay for one person to go see one show? And then, you know, if you've got the way I justify it is, okay. if I have at least one person besides myself that watches it, then it's paid for itself for sure. Um, But I, I just thought I think it's very unique and it's definitely worth checking out. Yeah, it's definitely worth checking out, and uh, even I'd imagine you could probably check it out on the go as well, which is a good thing because not much people always complain there ain't much on there. So this is definitely something I'd I'd uh, be worth worth your time. It's um, it's cool. It's like it's your own personal show, and you you everyone's performing around you rather than you just watching something from the sidelines, which is one of the unique things that you can get in in vr yeah. what's crazy is sometimes you'll be like watching and you're you're f- focusing on stuff and you'll turn around and there's someone's right there in your face doing something really bizarre and you're like what the fuck are you doing it's it's just uh it's it's cool yeah okay well um so that's Cirque du Soleil. i think that's how yeah. you say it and uh these yeah you, uh, this is available on um, gvr go uh I, I believe it might be slightly different but it is available obviously is it just oculus this i think i think it's, it's on, an oculus uh, exclusive and i yeah. wonder if it's on the quest yeah. that'd be a good question it probably it probably will be at some point definitely but uh yeah so we'll move on to my last one which is uh the everest vr this is um one of the earlier tiles it was like it was an earlier experience um, made by I think it's Soulfar Studios, or, or later made in depth. Um, I think this was their first game, but this it's, un, it's an Unreal Engine game. Very good uh, visuals, looks really nice. Uh, they've done a really good job of recreating the actual Mount Everest. Uh, it takes you on a bit of a journey. So you start off on the base camp, 
And it gives you, a, it's like an educational thing where it tells you a bit about, uh, you know, you can stand at the bottom at the base camp and you can see the mountain in the distance and you can pick things up and, and mess about with them. And, and then uh, it goes through each stage, like there's one bit where you've got to go up this sheet ice and you've got your ice picks and you've got to stick your ice picks in and climb up the top. And then there's one bit where you're going across a ladder and, and yeah, it's not the most interactive thing, but I think as a visually, it's very stunning, um, very good recreation of the mountain, and will give you that sense of uh, scale. And this, you, you can go like in a god mode where you can look around the mountain range and and see everything. And uh, yeah, I I enjoyed it. It's it's one of the better uh, educational sort of VR things we've got, where it's teaching you about something whilst you're having fun and interactive and doing things so uh Bruce, have you checked this out yeah yeah i tried this a while ago and um i really enjoyed it from the aspect of what you said like i pretty sure i'm 99.9 percent sure i'm never going to climb everest um if anything <laughs> just because a lot of people die doing it and i don't feel i kind of feel like you need to be driven to do this but uh it, it's cool to um to get a sense of what they see and i i'd be interested to talk to somebody that's um actually done everest and that maybe tried this to see how close it is but um but yeah i thought it was very educational and it was it was cool to feel like um i i i can say i've been to the top of everest now i've climbed it so yeah yeah it's definitely cool they've got some good physics in there as well i don't know if you got messed about with the like at the beginning you got this pickaxe and stuff and you can stick it in the table and it's almost like blade and sorcery people were saying that that's the first full physics game but this had pretty good physics you could bang the up bang things together and uh, for one of the earlier titles i thought they did a really good job with yeah. it uh, and it's, it's definitely if you've got any interest in in everest and seeing what it's like and this is a really good representation really well detailed uh very visually stunning very good you know good voice work um tells you a bit about it about the each section there's certain sections of the mountain climb which uh yeah i, I think it was really enjoyable and and i enjoyed it a lot anyone else say anything to say on that? no nope okay so that's uh that's our that concludes our weekly topical show which is vr experiences that we think are worth paying for um so if you've got any recommendations let us know in the comments also make sure to check out our discord we've got a last little community going on and we actually have daily chats in there now talking about all sorts of stuff um if you like the video hit the like button if you dislike the video no problem hit the dislike button um any recommendations for future topics let us know and other than that uh we'll say goodbye and we'll speak to you guys in the next one see you later bye, -bye. bye.